Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. When I heard about what Agnes had done to Bruce, I couldn't understand it, let alone imagine myself doing something like that. Something like what? Taking life to save life. Hurting some to save others. I just... I guess I'm just trying to understand the logic of sacrifice. The logic of sacrifice? Hmm. I don't like the sound of that. So you think there is no logic? No calculus of life and death? I think it depends on if you're the person holding the knife. Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we take some time to admire the butterflies and sniff some orchids as we watch the riveting part one of a two-part season finale that answers some questions and creates even more. It's season one, episode nine of Star Trek Picard at in Arcadia Ego Part One. But first, he's the old data lookalike to my old starship captain, and one of us is going to end up in a golem. It's James. How are you doing, James? Uh, I'd like to be the golem. You want to be the golem? <laughs> yeah, okay. just one of you can end up inside of me. Yeah, you may See not want I to be there? the golem because he's going to be the golem <laughs> who's going to encapsulate myself for James's consciousness in his warm, tender embrace. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? You know... When I get to host this show, I'm changing the front to uh, say a sci-fi podcast from three guys that know sci-fi. Or a few guys that know sci-fi. Or a few guys, yeah. Yeah. I think I'll say three just Are you to guys still hung up on that? Yeah. Still. Still. Uh, it leaves, it wakes me up grammar. in the middle of the night. Does it really? It does. You've got problems, Is that what waking you up? That's what wakes yeah. you up right now. Is that well? It's not James well, running his hand up your thigh. No, now it's gonna be which one of you guys is gonna be inside me. <laughs> you know, okay. You know what? This is what's gonna wake you up from now on. Is I'm gonna have your mom call you at three o'clock. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Join our Discord if you'd like to know the background behind that joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, on uh, smokinganddrinkinginspace.com, up in the upper right-hand corner is the link to our Discord server. Definitely go up there. Check that out. Uh, join the conversation. Nobody join has anything better mom. to do. Yeah. Nobody has anything better to do right now since we're all pretty much in quarantine. Um, I still have to go to work. Well, sorry. Are you essential personnel? I mean, I'm trying to imagine a world no, that no, we our, live in that you're essential. He's IT. No. Our, our entire <laughs> building is completely working until the government says otherwise. You are not like, essential. They're like mandated. Any translation of the word essential, Rob is not it. <laughs> Superfluous, yes. Essential, no. Speaking of essential, um, <laughs> <laughs> Over on BGA this week, they are reviewing State of Decay 2, which is a, a game about a zombie apocalypse. The new, the new Juggernaut edition came out uh, earlier last week, 13th, March the 13th. It was Friday the 13th. So they're playing that. They're reviewing that this week, and I've been playing it with them. In fact, I will be on to talk about it as well. This is a game that uh, Rob and I have been playing since the very beginning, and it was really exciting to finally have a, a big update like this. It involves uh, new maps, some uh, new fighting styles and weapons, some definite player and creature improvements. So it, it'll it'll be a good show. Check that out. Yeah, I want to get a four-way going on in there and just flashbang everybody, minus the flash. We had a four-way Hash. going. Yeah, hashtag I things your mom has said to me. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> can I kick him? <laughs> no. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to start looking up some corn jokes. 
I'm, I'm okay if you keep saying things like four way. Like I'm okay. You don't think I, court all you, want. You, don't, you don't think I said that on purpose? Shit. I, I don't think you did. I don't think there's a lot you say on purpose. Oh, I say every, everything is purposely said. Uh, Drunkenomics' well latest episode is going to talk about the Fed and how it regulates liquidity, and uh, they get some they get liquidity or liquid themselves uh, pretty quick. So check that, that out. Would be it's, liquidated? No, they don't get liquidated. They're not dead. They just get really liquid with the scotch. I think they're drinking scotch. The scotch that they drink. So it's fun to watch them start out talking about you know economic theory, and then by the end they're just kind of sloshing all sorts of thoughts around. Wait a minute, I'm confused. How are you watching them? I hate Rob. You have any more Rob's mom jokes? <laughs> yeah, no, I do. You want me to call her in here right now? She's waiting for me. <laughs> you know, I'm going to change my haiku. I was being nice and generous to you. Um, uh, James, what's happening over right at Simply Stogies? <laughs> Actually, I just dropped an episode today that uh, has Aaron from Drunkenomics on where we talk about the impact of COVID-19 on the market uh, and how it relates to your local economy, uh, the national economy, the global economy, and then the cigar economy. And uh, you're going to hear it here first, I think, depending on when this episode comes. Yeah, you will. You'll hear it here first. I uh, sat down and had a interview with uh, Dan Thompson from McAuliffe Cigars this week. And so that will be uh, next Sunday. Uh, so it'll be the Sunday after you listen to this. It'll be out. So look forward to that. April 1st, uh, McAuliffe Cigars, uh, Dan Thompson, great cigar company, great interview. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Very cool. Also up on smokinganddrinkinginspace.com at the upper right-hand corner is a Keanu Reeves Day petition that you can sign. So go out, sign that petition. We're asking for March 21st, 2021 to be the first Keanu, Day, Keanu Reeves Day. So sign the petition. Let's make that happen. That's also, the, that's also the day that the Matrix 4 and John Wick 4 are scheduled to launch. So yeah, anyone, if, ever, if, if, it, if it gets done right, in time. Right. Yeah. Has anyone checked Keanu Reeves' blood? He may hold the key to beating back COVID-19. That's true. I don't know. Maybe. Get the scientists on it right now. <laughs> I'll give him a call. Hold on. Let me, let me tell Rob's mom to tweet that out. <laughs> Rob, you got any Joke's news? Jokes on you. She doesn't have Twitter. <laughs> I do. What news uh, you got? First one. Uh, episode nine of Picard came out this week. I'm glad we remembered. Yep. It's pretty good. Yeah, it was all right. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. It was It was a little... Um, Short. A little short. Yeah. yeah, I need to catch up yeah. on that series. You should. Uh, the only thing I did, you know, and it was a little uh, um, feminine. You know, lots of lots of flowers. Don't spoil it for me. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, you're all excited now. He's in it now. Oh, you said flowers and butterflies. Uh, did you say that on purpose? Yeah. Are you sure? Whatever. Uh, moving on. Uh, so. <laughs> NASA fixed uh, their Mars lander uh, insight <laughs> by hitting itself with a shovel. That's so awesome. <laughs> this is the most amazing story this week. Yeah. I was going to send that to you. I'm so glad that you. you oh, that. I found it. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah so, <laughs> they made it hit itself with a shovel. <laughs> yeah. So in the insight lander, uh, it's got this probe uh, that digs is supposed to burrow into the surface and uh, like a jackhammer and take some samples and stuff like that. The problem is, is uh, the soil is clumpier than the scientists expected and uh, it got itself stuck. Um, so uh, they, they tried to get it out and they couldn't quite get it to do what it needed to do. Uh, so they gave it a good old solid thwack with a shovel. <laughs> with well, that's dig, how I fix everything. Arm. I yeah, just yeah, hit yeah. it with a shovel. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the Russian uh, astronaut on. Uh, oh, on Armageddon. Armageddon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just hit everything until it works. Yeah. 
So, so apparently it was uh, successful, and there you are, back up and digging, or burrowing, or whatever. Armageddon, another movie that's on the great big list of sci-fi titles. Mm-hmm. It's such a good movie. No, I it's not. I can't tell you <laughs> how many times I got choked up watching watching Bruce Willis shove Ben Affleck out of the thing so that he could go and die, and I Ben can't. Affleck could bone his daughter. I can't. Tell you how many times I wish I was that uh, lion on the Serengeti going to hide himself or whatever it was. The thing that went down lived Tyler's panties. Oh, animal cracker. Animal cracker. The animal yeah. cracker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting there going, what the fuck? Yeah, are you I was like, Lion Serengeti, are we talking about the same yeah. movie here? <laughs> yeah, remember they, they did the whole Serengeti yeah, thing yeah, on her belly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, is that yeah. like some kind of illusion that she's not? Shaven Ooh, to go like hide under that. Well, no, she had panties on. It was hiding in the brook. Oh, uh, okay. Or hiding in the bush. Or like brush. I don't. I don't mind I don't flossing know. after a meal. I was just asking. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> what else you got, Rob? <laughs> wow. Uh, so Rosario Dawson saw this. Yep. Is officially casted as Ahsoka Tano in Mandalorian season two. Yep. Did you mean Tano? Yeah, sorry, Tano. Sorry. Okay. And I don't care. <laughs> why do, wait, 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 wait. Why don't you care? I think it's a great casting decision. There are those out there that are poo-pooing the shit out of this. Yeah, because they're like, oh, bring Ashley Eckstein or something. Okay, because, that's not how this works. Because That's not how, like, because why? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Because I don't care about the character. I mean, I didn't watch The Clone Wars, so I don't know anything really about Ahsoka Tano. And... Everybody is gaga over the character. Oh, I'm not. Why? I think I think she's a shitty character. To be honest with you, she left the sky Jedi guy. Order. Yeah, hi sky guy. Yeah. Well, that's just shitty writing right there. I'm I'm interested to see what they do with it. But yeah, I mean, that's don't the, get me wrong. I, I, Rosario Dawson is is a great actress. She's ass to mouth. What? Nobody gets that reference. Oh, is that from Clerks too? Clerks too. Yeah. Ask them out. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, she was <laughs> going. Wait, please, somebody get that reference. Otherwise, so I, I just sound like an idiot going ask the mouth. No, ask you sound mouth. like an idiot regardless. Well, thanks, Rob. Your mom loves ask the mouth. Uh, <laughs> All right, that's it. Oh my God. The entire haiku is changing. Oh, shit. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I couldn't. You shouldn't. Why would you say something right at that point, Rob? <laughs> Oh, oh my God. On purpose. You set it on purpose. You set me up. I knocked it down. Uh, <laughs> I so I got look. one more. I got one more thing. Um, this one's a quick one. I don't want to hear it because uh, I know Crowley is going to not like it. Uh, but Cinema, Cinema Blend, for some strange reason, decided to rank their Star Wars movies. Um, some of them are right. Some of them are wrong. That's uh, really all you need to know. Yep, yep. <laughs> Number 11 is Attack of the Clones. Uh, number 10 is Rise of Skywalker. Number 9, The Phantom Menace. Uh, number 8 is Revenge of the Sith. 7 is Solo. 6 is Force Awakens. 5 is Rogue One. Um, 4 is Return of the Jedi. Uh, um, and, and this is where it completely loses me. Number 3 is The Last Jedi. Uh, then A New Hope, and then Empire Strikes Back. So other than a c- couple places in there where Cinema Blend decided they were smoking too much weed and thought yeah. Last Jedi was good, great. Well, I, I think I want to revise mine, and I think this is a great opportunity to do it. I think number one is Empire Strikes Back, and then tied for 10 is the rest of the bullshit. And <laughs> I think that's just where I'm going <laughs> to land on Star Wars from now on. Is Empire Strikes Back is one. Everything else is tied for 10th. (laughs) Really? Yeah. And what made you come to this conclusion? Star Wars fans are fucking idiots. I think that's kind of where I've landed on it. I've like, I don't have time for their level of idiocy. Like complaining about nothing but time, dude. When everybody has nothing but time now, and I still don't have time for their level of idiocy. People bitching about uh, Rosario Dawson being casted as a, a, a Tano, a Sakatano, is the most just asinine thing I've ever heard. And I podcast with Rob, so you know 
that that's how I feel about this because this is not how it works. You don't hire voice actors to be uh, the, the physical actors. Like very rarely does that happen. And more often than not, you don't hire the physical actor to be the voice actor. Everybody has a specific set of skills. It's like taken. Okay. They all have a very specific skill set. And that's how they break into what they're doing. And guess what? Ashley Eckstein, while everybody would, oh my gosh, she needs to be the live action. No, she doesn't. She absolutely does not. Rosario Dawson is the perfect person to cast in that role. Everybody shut the fuck up. I don't care what you think. If I did, I'd be as woke as everyone else. And guess what? I'm not. So everyone can fuck off, especially Star Wars fans. I'm done with them. Yeah, but I don't know that I would punish the films because of the fans. Dude, the films punish themselves. A lot of them do, yeah, but not all of them. So you're lumping uh, in all the bad films with the good films. That That's not like fair. There's like three good films. There's literally three what I would consider good films. That's a third of the of, of the rest. Like Rogue One is good. I don't think it's really a Star Wars film. It's just kind of set in the Star Wars universe. When I think of Star Wars... I think of the Skywalker saga and that's what most people think of. And so these, these fans that kind of parse it out, I, I, I don't, it's not like it has to be parsed out, right? It has to, because fucking rogue one is not star Wars. It's just set in the star Wars universe. So anything Lucas did one, two, and three suck, right? Four, five, and six are okay. Six is okay. Four and five, really, 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 really good. Like, really good. Like, top ten uh, movies of all time, good. Seven, eight, and nine, like, seven's pretty good. Nine, it's okay. Eight can suck a big, giant dick. Uh, so, who's ready for a pod crawl? Uh, yeah, see, this is why you didn't want to. Why did you even bring this up, Rob? God damn it. Where's your mom at? I need consoling. <laughs> Here we go. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. The show opens with a rare present day scene where Jurati is freaking out over a shipquake and Picard is enjoying the Transwarp Conduit show playing in front of him. The La Sirena makes the Kessel run in record time, but an annoying Romulan tagalong ruins their good time by trying to blow them up. The mermaid dodges, ducks, dips, dives, and dodges, but gets outsmarted by a Romulan slideshow. Fortunately, the artifact arrives in the nick of time, but the happy reunion is cut short by the arrival of a bunch of space orchids. Yes, I said space orchids. The orchids <laughs> lovingly envelop their prey, pull them all down into the atmosphere and then finally crash them on the planet. The La Sirena escapes being damaged in the crash landing, but all the systems and power are knocked out. The Borg cube is fucked, however, having no power and being smashed in the landing process. Picard and the gang head to the cube where they are reunited with the littlest ninja and Annika, the hottest Borg queen. Annika shares some Duracells so they can get long-range sensors back online and they discover there is a swarm of warbirds heading their way. The mermaid gang say their goodbyes and head to the synthetic colony to say howdy. When they arrive, they are greeted by the dimmest android who likes to touch faces, and Alton Soon, the supposed long-lost love child of Noonien Soon. They get the nickel tour and catch the audience up on the miraculous wonders Maddox and Soon were able to create. Picard drops the bomb on them that a bunch of Romulans are coming to shit on their neo-Greek toga party and they start ramping up space orchid production. <laughs> the sister of Jaina, Sutra, who looks like the unholy love child of other Daj and Goldmember, mind melds with Jurati to get the apocalyptic <laughs> space message from her brain. Turns out it's not just a bunch of fragmented horror porn images, it's an actual message from another synthetic civilization that's beyond space and time. That means unknowable in show speak, so stop trying to figure it out. The super synth race says that biologics are bad, imperfect, and suspicious of the perfect things they create. They say that for just three easy payments of $9.99, they can be called on a super secret subspace frequency to come and exterminate all of the biologics that have infested your pristine galaxy. They Should will even throw that. in some bait traps at no cost. <laughs> Sutra likes the idea, but other Daj is on the fence. However, after a brief encounter from her now-captured ex-boyfriend turned attempted murderer, and some axiological jousting with Picard, other Daj is ready to make the call. 
Sutro and Alton build the cell tower, Picard makes an epic speech about peace, hope and bridging the gap of understanding the falls flat on its face, and Roll Jurati switches sides, again, while JL is put on house arrest, credits. So Jean-Luc is uh, put on quarantine because he wasn't social distancing. Yeah, you got to social distance, even with the uh, even with the synths. Yeah. The, the, the androids, you got to social distance. Yep. All right, so part one of a two-part season finale. We got a lot of our answers or questions answered in this in this episode. I think you had it right the first time. A lot of our answers questioned. Yeah, we did have a lot yeah. of our answers questioned too. We get to see the lab that um, Maddox fled to after the Mars incident. Uh, apparently, there's another Soong on that planet. Now, my first question is, with a, a show of hands, and by a show of hands, I mean, say, yes or no, because this is a podcast, you doorknobs. Um, I, wait, why am I a doorknob all of a sudden? Because you were going to raise your hand just like uh, I was, who, be honest. Who thinks that uh, Alton Soong is not really Dr. Soong, Dr. Noonien Soong's son or biologic son? Yeah, I don't think so. Rob? Uh, I'm on the fence. So what, what what keeps you on the fence? I mean, we've got precedent in the next generation by both Soong and his wife that he, they never had children. It could have been a love child. This log had a child. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, well, I oh, guess. So you, okay, think, so you think he uh, dilly-dallied around with some some colonists uh, that and maybe some kind yeah. of child left the colony before the crystal entity came and killed everyone. I don't know. Maybe, uh, but uh, you know, maybe it is a Android. Cause I mean, he did create his wife to look completely human and realistic and didn't know the difference that he was actually a, uh, or she was a robot. So maybe, yeah, she had some kind of shielding or yeah. something that that tripped up the tricorders whenever it scanned her to show that she was well, human and not an android. Right, and then and then she had no idea that she was human or wasn't human. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's true. So maybe, maybe, maybe I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to see. I don't know. It, it the the simplest answer is that this is probably lore that was moved over to a biological body while Maddox was still alive because he said Maddox, Maddox. was the was the, huh? Yeah. Yeah, by Maddox cuz Maddox, Maddox was the straight guy. Yeah. And since Maddox is gone and his body is aging, he needs Agnes Gerardi to kind of bridge that gap that Maddox filled to get him in, in the new golem body. Yep. Which doesn't, I'll be honest. It doesn't make a lot of sense <laughs> unless, unless Laura was put in a prototype golem body, which is completely possible. Right. So here's the thing. For those of you that don't remember at the end of one of the uh, TNG episodes, uh, descent part two, where, uh, Lore had taken the Borg, some of the Borg that uh, Hugh had uh, patriated or uh, uh, freed from the collective, uh, taking them and he was leading them. At the end of the, the two-part episode, Lore was deactivated. The, the emotion chip was taken out of him. Lore had killed his father. And the last words Lore said to Data was, anybody I, remember? I, I love, love you, brother. I love you, brother. Yeah. That was it. So we don't know what happened to Data after that other or lore, other than he was deactivated. So it's entirely possible. He was kept on the Enterprise. Well, sure, as far as we know. But it's entirely possible that at some point Data gave Maddox lore. Well, it makes sense because unless lore's body was found in the past on Earth because um, the Enterprise crashed. The Enterprise D crashed. So if if Data didn't transfer the body out of the Enterprise, that's where it would be. Or no, 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 it wouldn't be Earth. It would be that planet, the planet that the Nexus uh, went went past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yep. mixing up my movies here. Yeah. So yeah, unless it, his that, body was found in the wreckage of the Enterprise D on that planet, which 
Maddox would know about, uh, presumably, uh, assuming that he was still in Starfleet at the time. At the very least, he was at the Daystrom Institute. Yeah, yeah. So uh, keeping in touch with data, he would eventually know where it's at, right? Unless it's classified. So uh, that's my guess is that this is lore. He acts like lore. He talks a lot like lore. And if he wanted to pass as, as, as like his mom did, quote unquote, because I'm sure Data told Maddox about that too, then then this is the this is the issue. This is that the golem that they created for Lore is malfunctioning, and they need a new golem, and so now he needs uh, Agnes's help to move his consciousness into that. Now, for me, the question is, who's getting it? Is it Picard, or is it going to be? Is it going to be Lore? Or if this doesn't turn out to be Lore, it's actually often wrong Soong's son. I think it'll be, I think it'll be Soong. I don't think Picard, I, I don't think they would do that to Picard because first off, they would have to make him young again. I mean, why, why put him into a new body and then keep him old? That doesn't make sense story-wise. It sounds like something I said to you. Yeah, and the more I thought about it, I, I think I agree. But also, it 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 goes against Picard's character. Now, it, it, it may be that they do it, if they do it for Picard, they do it against his will or while he's unconscious and can't make that decision. Like he's dying Right, they want to save his life, yeah. 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 Um, it's the only way we could do it. Well, but, and that might be... That might be why he ends up looking old. Maybe they do it and they don't tell him. Possibly. Yeah. But then and once, he gets, oh, once he doesn't have oh, that, they're trying, they're trying to hide him. Just hide like, just fact. like uh, soon uh, hid the fact that his wife, quote unquote, was, was, a yeah, but the golem, the golem is, the golem is a biological body for an, no, it's an Android for a biological body. Mine. Mine. No, it's a Correct. biological body too. If you look at it, that's true. It, it looks like grown. a yeah. It looks like a, a see through biological body. It had biological veins, brains. Well, bones. I'm thinking it's. I think it, I'm thinking it's something similar to. So, do you think Soji and all them? Um, I, you know, I don't care about the gold member clan. Uh, but do you think well, those are the originals? I'm guessing. Do you think Dodge is is biological with a positronic brain? I think Dodge is, I think Dodge and Soji are biological with biological brains. Uh, what? How does that, they, no. may, they may have enhanced biological brains that, I don't think they're biological. No, they're, they're not. They, they're, they gotta have androids. positronic. Otherwise positron you can't yeah. get the engrams. Who says? The, the whole point of this was to blend biological and and, so uh, you think they're that they're the they're the new golems? Yeah. And then what consciousness did they put inside? I think they grew. I think they their consciousness is based off of a data engram. But you, how do you grow a consciousness? Yeah. You, they would have had to been put inside. They're, they're still their own person. Well, sure, they're but their they, own but person. They have, but they're programmed. You, you have to you have to propagate the consciousness. You yeah, know, they, and, and you have they're to programmed. Grow it. Like a positronic brain. Are you sure they're yeah. programmed? Yes, yes, because because Maddox they said it himself. It. He said, "I program them to forget where they were from." Yeah, uh, with all, and then have all these experiences. Yeah, I still think they're. I still think they're biologic. Even they nah. may have no. some kind of programming that was that was put into their biological functions, but I still think I they're think biologic or mostly biologic. With some kind of enhanced, well, they're obviously enhanced because they're like super fast and strong and all that right. kind of stuff. Like the six million dollar man, I right. don't buy that for mm -hmm. a second. I, I think they're androids. I think they're highly advanced androids. But I think oh, that's yeah, the yeah. whole point of this show is it's going kind of BSG slash Mass Effect on us, where we're we're fuzzing up the line between biologics and synthetics. Oh, I don't. I, I don't disagree. I think that's where they're trying to take it uh, until you see, and or that's where I thought they were trying to take it until you see the admonition and you see the admonition translated with context. Mm -hmm. And then it's no, they are artificial. They're 100% artificial. Uh, they are, they are AI 
and they have evolved to the point where they all have sentience. And now it's time to bring in, you know, the big bad, which hopefully well, that's not control. That's if you trust the message from the admonition. Do you think the, the do you think whatever civilization sent that message is being absolutely truthful? Yeah. If 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 it is uh, an artificial race, if it is AI, then yes, I think it's being truthful. I mean, look, that's kind of been the whole thing with data, right? Is trying to become human and trying to to fight against this programming. And in the end, was he sentient? Yeah, he was sentient, but he was still an android. He wasn't. He wasn't biological. There was nothing biological about him. He couldn't eat. He he dreamt, but it he was just eat. because he could drink. Well, he could, but he couldn't enjoy it. He could never understand why anybody did it. And what he did eat, quote unquote, was I thought when he got his oil. emotion. I thought when he got his emotion chip, whenever he tasted something for the first time, it was. Oh, yeah. That's revolting. Yeah, for sure. When he had the emotion chip, but he didn't spontaneously, <laughs> he didn't spontaneously evolve emotions. The chip was implanted in him. No, I understand. But he still was able to to learn and adapt to his surroundings. Yes, but. I mean, it wasn't a stat. He did, he wasn't programmed statically. He he had learning algorithms. And what's but he what's was never going to say, learn emotion? He could learn he could learn what emotion looked like, and he could learn what reactions to anticipate. But he could not understand the feelings behind them until he got the emotion chip. And then with the emotion chip, sure. But it, he again, it didn't evolve. It was programmed for him. Yeah. I don't know. If you watch, if you watch through the seasons, you kind of sense him developing a type of emotion or at least in a type of an emotional IQ that he was able to express. Okay. I, I don't disagree with that, but how much of that is familiarity with the character, both on the actor's part, the writer's parts uh, and the audience's part. Well, yeah, I mean, this is all <laughs> and plug plugging emotion into it, even. right? So I'm right. This so is I'm all trying, conjecture I, and hypothesis. I mean, well, sure, no, I get that. So I'm trying to take that out of it and say if this was, if this is really real, that there's no way that it's all programmed. Well, if this is so, really real, then we're all programmed to to adapt well, and are. adjust to stimuli. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. I mean. It, and and program is is probably the the wrong word to use for it because that implies uh, somebody created somebody created that instead. I of don't this, disagree with that either. <laughs> instead of this, just kind of coming about by trial and error through uh, chemical uh, reactions. Trillions of years of evolution. Yeah, I right. don't buy that either. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just another thing that I don't. So it, it doesn't. That doesn't compute for me either. Otherwise, if random chance for all of this, I mean, come on, that is astronomically just out of the question. Statistically, it's not. Statistically, it is. No, 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 no. Not at all. Other, okay, we can have this conversation during conspiracy <laughs> theory. What's, what's, your, uh, what's your next topic there, Jason? <laughs> We've... Uh, gone in circles. So we still don't know what in the fuck Maddox's second lab was all about. They've just the kind of glossed secret. over that whole it's fucking the not plot. Secret lab. Yeah, it was the it's, not secret lab. This is the yeah. secret lab. Yeah, but he at the end wasn't at his secret lab. What happened? Why did he leave? I, I think he, I think, I think, and this is what I think. I think he took Dodge and other Dodge out took him out of the area, released him onto the world, and he got caught. I think that too. I think he was the one that took them out of the, like, this was the mission that he had to find out what the hell was going on. And so he took Dodge and other Dodge, took him out, gave Dodge the mission that if she got in trouble, she was supposed to find Picard and gave other Dodge the mission that, uh, like, he didn't program her with the memories of Picard, didn't program hmm. her to, to have the, the strong feelings. All the other ones, well, not all I, the other ones. It looks like he ones. pro. It looks like he programmed her with some Romulan knowledge. Uh huh. 
So uh, they because were both programmed you're going to like, in, yeah, yeah, to, infiltrate. To, yeah, the the separate environments that they were at. Absolutely. Like I can't believe I'm agreeing with Rob, but yeah, 100. percent Rob is right. Yeah, and and he got caught. Uh, you know, I'm I'm thinking they were they were completely sentient and all that other good stuff, like everybody else. Um, and Maddox took both of them, took them off world to a to his not secret lab, reprogrammed them in terms of like putting the blocks in and then giving them the knowledge that they needed to go find out some information. And, and I'm guessing they, that these and two. And then he, they were supposed to come back to that lab and not necessarily to home, uh, kind of as a as a buffer thing. And then Maddox I, got yeah. in trouble. Yep. And I think that these two were supposed to, uh, or these two signed up. Like they volunteered, Dodge and other yeah. Dodge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The like it wasn't they were created yeah, for yeah. this. No, but no, they no, were no. like, Yeah, they were like, hey, we have a mission. Who wants it? And they're like, we'll do it. Hmm. Okay. That's a lot of head cannon. <laughs> Bring it on. That's, you know, it's enough for Crowley and I. Okay. No, yeah, that's, fair. Mean, that's fair. That's fair. Because I don't have a better explanation. Perfect. I mean, yeah, if Rob and I agree, man. It must be right. Yeah. Like the stars <laughs> are lining planets are in the, at the zenith of their fucking whatever. Mercury is, is, is in retrograde. I don't know what the fuck any of this means, but something's happening. And I agree with Rob. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so Sutra, Sutra lore acts Sutra? a lot like lore. Do you think she oh, was yeah. built off of lore's engrams? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think she was. I think she actually absolutely was, uh, built with lore's engrams. And then they were like, hmm, maybe we shouldn't do that again. <laughs> if they're not, if, if, if Soong's kid is actually Soong's kid and not lore, they were like, mm, let's just do one of her. Well, they did two of her. Well, one I of wonder, them's dead. Yeah. It? So Jaina yeah. was the see, one that, that died on the um See, I don't know. Majid. I don't th- I don't think I don't think it's Lore's engrams. I think it's data's or whatever or however they were doing everybody else. I think I think she went batshit crazy because of her daughter or her daughter, her sister getting murdered by the Federation. Well, and and that's that's a good point because at one point she says fascinating like data. Right. When she said, I can't remember. I think, I think she's other, other Dodge. Um, she's uh beta Dodge. You know who else says fascinating a lot? Vulcans. True. Yeah. How does she, how does she learn to mind meld? I thought that was only uh, a Vulcan thing. Uh, I didn't think that uh, was a learnable yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. I got that on my thing. How do, how does an Android do a mind meld? Uh, that's like a, um, that's like a telepathic type of, Ability. It is, but that, uh, so here's the thing. So when, <laughs> that's the first time I went, that's lore. That was the Why? first th- because how? of how he said, oh, oh, clever girl, clever girl. That's just, it, for, to me, that screamed lore. It did not scream soon. It screamed, oh shit, that's lore. Oh, oh, that Spiner was lore? Yeah. Like how oh. he, how he reacted. That was, that's definitely something lore would say. Well, technically Spiner did play lore, Rob. Oh, Yeah. I shut up. <laughs> you mean Alton? I, the, the character's I, name is Alton yes. Soon. I was thinking more in terms of not Dodge. <laughs> I would watch a good eats episode with uh, Alton Soon. Al- Alton Soon, Alton, yeah. Alton Brown. Alton Brown and Alton Soon, yeah. Ooh, I would yeah. watch that. Little, uh, little play on play. I'm going to call him Good Eats Soon from now on. <laughs> good Eats Soon. Perfect. Better than Guy Fieri Soon. Oh, God. Light years. Yeah, so, I don't want Soong in Flavortown. Was do you think Dodge and other Dodge are are the first human looking androids that they created? Other than if if we're going with the whole idea that Lore is Alton or whatever, I th- do you think? I think so because I didn't see any others. Everybody that were else that was close. gold. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everybody they were else all, had body paint on. They were all various shades of of gold, or they had gold eyes, or there Wait was there was some telling discernment that you know they weren't quite right. Are they part yeah. vampire? No, <laughs> no, they're not because they were glittering in the sun, dude. Yep. Yeah, no, I I I got the reference there. Okay, um, Twilight guy. That's mm-hmm. just not the thing. Yeah, this no. isn't um, your Twilight Star Trek crossover fanfic. I'm Team Jacob. <laughs> I bet you are. Team There's- Jacob, he's so dreamy. 
Yeah, Harry. I remember your I don't mom telling know what that, that means, so. How you Harry. used to write your fanfic. She didn't know you were still doing it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so second, uh, uh, second line gets changed also. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this new, uh, this new haiku that you've uh, written on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot wait. Looking forward to it. What I'd like it, I'd like to hear the original one and then the the new one for me. Uh, the the new one's just going to say "Die Crowley, die" over and over. <laughs> all right, well, that's fine. I'm that's right only four that. syllables. I'll f- figure out a fifth one. <laughs> Maybe "Die Crowley, die die" or "Die Die Crowley, die." Doesn't really stab you in the eye. Clever. Yeah, you should. Yeah, no, you stab should keep you. doing that. I'd, I'd keep I, working I, on it, Rob. You, you got you got a few minutes left. I, I you, you got time. Well, I mean, we're only about what uh, forty minutes into this thing, so well, we've still got yeah. another hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we could pull another hour and a half worth of content from a forty-five minute episode. Yeah, no. Can I talk was... about how pissed off I was about that? I, I, well, you got to think of it being two episodes. I it's, get it's, that it's two it's episodes. A I understand that it's a two-parter, but it's next not week a is only going to be fifteen minutes. <sighs> So I they can make that. a full hour. I absolutely I hate that. I think that it, it 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 does a disservice to the fans. I think it does a disservice to the to the show and to the writers because the writing on this show up to this point has been pretty good. It's been really really good. I have enjoyed it. I've enjoyed how they fleshed out the characters. I've enjoyed the dialogue that they've done. I I, I don't understand why they can't get another 15 minutes out of it, especially with as much bullshit as they tried to pack into this one. Yeah. They've still got a lot of threads that they need to, to close up and there's going to be, there's going to be more questions that they're going to bring up in the next episode because they're, they're trying to write a cliffhanger for season two. No, if they're dude, I'm telling you right now, if there's a cliffhanger for season two, I'm going to be pissed because season two, we're not going to get till 2025 and please sweet Jesus. I don't care who dies. Just don't let Patrick Stewart die from COVID-19. Yeah. They need to freeze him and then thaw him out. (laughs) They need to freeze him and then thaw him out uh, when he's ready to start filming for the next season. Uh, Yes. He'll have to figure out how to use the three seashell method at that point. (laughs) Are they gonna freeze? Are they gonna freeze the guy who plays Magneto? Yeah, I don't know. Their best buds, their best, buds. right? Their best bud, and then maybe yeah. he would be like he would come back, and like the the unfreezing process would make him like uh, Phoenix, and he'd find the ray guns, and then Patrick Stewart and I don't remember the old dude's name. They could Ian fight. McKellen. Ian McKellen, thank you. They can fight in the streets after after you know Taco Bell has won the restaurant wars okay i was wondering yeah, I where you were going because that was a really yeah. long fucking walk and i wasn't he following was, he was para he was paralleling dim- <laughs> i know i finally figured that time. out yeah. yeah i was uh yeah. i wasn't i wasn't Look, with man, you. i got a little I lost there a, i just wanted to take a fucking walk okay <laughs> fucking cooped up here all right self-isolation nobody to fucking talk to but my wife and my fucking three-year-old and all your three-year-old knows is Yoda. <laughs> That's all she knows is baby Yoda songs. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Um, no. Did anybody wonder about the magic imagination fixer? Oh my God. Find the imagination song from South Park and just play it right there. Cause that's all I could <laughs> think about the whole time. She's like, use your imagination. Yeah. I, 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 I th- See, I I think it actually does something, and it's very scientific. I think she is ditzy android. Ah, uh, yes, Saga is a little ditzy. <laughs> is she is? I think she is a couple engrams short of a full tank. <laughs> very nicely done, Rob. Thank you. Very I nice. Mean, I can't wait to tell your mom. She'll be very proud of you. Yeah, yeah. And okay, so she gets stabbed in the eye with a hummingbird thing, right? Right. And that kills her. And right. that. Yeah, exactly. How? Uh, yeah, in her perfect uh, gold eye. Soong seemed to really love her perfect gold eye, which makes me think that he's lore even more. Yep. Me too. That was one of those things that just screamed, why? Why? With golden eye. Unless you're like doing some kind of, you know, head nod to to the famous N64 game. Why? There there he went again. He's He's taking a walk. 
He's been cooped up too long. <laughs> yeah, yes. I have no idea. I have no idea. It, but like I mentioned before, this seems really kind of BSG Mass Effect-y. In fact, it, it follows the plot line of Mass Effect really, really closely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Citadel is uh, this place, and uh, they're about to activate the antenna. Yeah, um, which will bring about, sense uh, from another dimension in to kill all the biologics. Right, right. so I'm thinking at about uh, probably about 40 minutes or so into the show, um, it'll have a pause, and it'll be a choose-your-own-adventure, <laughs> um, and you get to decide if you're going to go good or bad. <laughs> What about the third option where you blend biologic and synth together? You would have had no, to that's have done a, totally a bunch different. of bullshit in the beginning. I mean, it, yeah. I, I think it depends on... And that's a totally different show. Yeah. I mean, that's blend, blending uh, synth and human or organic is... Um, Battlestar Galactica. That's, yeah, that's just a porn waiting to happen. Is there an option to like try to get her to take her top off? Uh yeah you can uh, you can get him to you can get him to kiss. Perfect. Do, well then I'm the all for scene. it. Let's let's do that. Scene. Yeah. Yeah. As long as it's not Agnes Girardi. So so in that same sort of vein, um, which uh, hairstyle do you guys prefer, uh, Kama Sutra or other Dodge? Sutra. Sutra. Su- Sutra. Yeah. Outfit too. Okay. Uh, yeah yeah it was a nice outfit. Uh, yeah, little, I don't want to spoil it. Too Goldie. Yeah, your mom's cosplaying that. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm done. Right. I'm sorry. I'm done. I apologize, Rob. I do. I apologize. I'm done. No more mind I, I I look at this as just getting me back for all the corn shit I've heard <laughs> over the last few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a button that you just can't stop pushing. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It's really not, especially when she's wearing the Leia slave girl outfit. <laughs> okay, that was it. Last one. Promise. <laughs> oh, did anybody notice that uh, Commodore O was on the Warbird at the very end? <laughs> so that's my question. That's my and last back in, question. Back in her Romulan garb. Back right. in her Romulan yeah. garb, right. But they called her Commodore. They addressed her as Commodore. Well, because that's her title. That's her title in Starfleet. Is that her title? I, like, I don't. They ever don't remember have a Commodore in, in Romulan, in, right? So, is this a, a Starfleet Romulan collaboration? Possibly. <laughs> Maybe she no, has I don't agents. Think so. Then Maybe why they call agents. her Commodore? Because I think the audience knows her as Commodore, and they wanted to punch that. In, into everybody's brain that this is Commodore O because you don't see her very long. It was a very brief scene and it was kind of a, a pull out scene or a, a zoom out scene. So, okay, well, that, and that might be that you might be right. Well, that's a, that that's that and um, you know, saying uh, real of or would be a little weird because that's that's a commander. Oh no! Did you no. look it up? Did you look? Yes, that I up? did. Romulan officers. So a Commodore is equal to an uh, Enriov, which is an admiral in Romulan. Uh, oh, wait, no. Ah, I'm wrong. I need to go over to the Romulan Tal Shiar, uh, Riov. So I was right the first time. R-I-O-V, Riov. And this has been your Romulan command ranks lesson for the day. <laughs> I don't know. I, like uh, That's not... Hey, it's on, it's on, uh, no, that's not a memory alpha, but hey, it's on here. <laughs> it's on the internet, so it has to be true. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> yeah, Damn I don't straight, know. I so. remember, I know there's Praetor, there is Subpraetor. Those are, those are, I believe, uh, civilian quote unquote titles for. Yeah, those aren't, those aren't naval yeah. uh, titles. I, I remember Captain Tomalock because they dealt with Tomalock a lot in TNG. Uh, I remember uh, Sela, but I think they just called her Commander Sela. Yeah, I don't that know. was that was Yar's daughter. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I just, uh, for those that may not have known. Yeah, because Yar but, went back in time on at? the Enterprise C and then had a kid. Yeah, or she got captured yeah. by Romulans and raped and then had a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the kid sided with the Romulans, right? Yeah, because her dad was an admiral. In fact, if I remember right. 
didn't he call him Admiral? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to go back and listen. Regardless, it doesn't matter. I think you're right. I think uh, Commodore is just what they used for the uh, for the trailer or for the end of the show, right? Because they were like, here, let's remind everybody who she is. Can you imagine? But if not, if not it's a, it, it, it implies a Starfleet Romulan collaboration to take out this entire planet. Yeah, that's true. But I don't think at this point they've established that Starfleet is that involved. Well, I think, no, I think they went down the path that Starfleet was infiltrated to to do a they, 180 like that at this point would be really shitty fucking writing. Did they did Picard in his in his uh, conversation with the Admiral where she told him to shut the fuck up with the CNC? Was there any mention of O? Yes. Yeah. Well, he, then O's been outed. Right. So then O left. O knew she was going to get outed. Probably. And then she left and she's back. So no, it's not a call. It's not a collaboration. Nope. All right. Well, I answered my own question. Thanks for letting me figure that out, guys. You're welcome. Good job. We knew you'd come around. Thanks. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> thanks. All right. Final thoughts? Mm, none. No, I, I, What'd y'all well, think I was, about this episode? I thought it was good. I thought it was short. I thought there was a lot packed into it. I thought the cold open was fantastic. I was disappointed with how it ended, but only because it probably ended too soon for me. So it should have ended with the um, dudes coming out of subspace. Yeah. Warp. 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 That's how that's absolutely how it should have ended with Romulans surrounding the planet. Yeah. I didn't think this episode was as tight as other episodes in the series. I think it was, I think it meandered a little bit too much. It kind of wove in its own lane. Sutra looked pretty tight. <laughs> yeah, she did. Well, yeah, that, she did. Uh, so eye candy aside, um, just the writing and the, the whole Borg thing. They, they dropped by the Borg to, you know, see Elnor and seven one last time. It's kind of a, Hey, we just dropped by to see how you guys were doing and we're going to go do our own thing now. See ya. What, but they uh, did that a lot in this episode, right? So there was the Borg that kind of popped up and then away, went away. Elnor popped up and went away. Uh, Picard's, uh, syndrome, uh, what was the name of it? whatever he's got, his syndrome popped up and went away. His uh, ability to finally show some kind of emotion, but not really <laughs> with, with, uh, with Rafi popped up and went away. Like Agnes, for whatever reason, decides to side with the synths with, with, with uh, Sung. And like, there's no rhyme or reason to it other than she's trying to atone for something, but by atoning for something, she's going to turn on, on, on Jean-Luc and yeah, and, she, and she flips Rios. more than a fucking flapjack. Right. Which makes me think that like Picard, like this is going to be like Picard's big thing is like, she's the ace in the hole and he knows it. Like, and he set it up from the beginning. Oh, you think so? You know she, yeah. You know, she'll flip. Cause that's all she does is flip. She's like worse than goddamn politicians. Uh, and, and you know, he's going to get uh, what's her face to flip other Dodge. I mean, that's why he's putting her, him under house arrest, which, by the way, that's something only Lore would know. That's not something that Soong's son would know. It's something that Lore would know about Picard because he's dealt with Picard and he knows Picard can get people to come to his side. And he knows Picard is a great uh, a speech maker. <laughs> well, so unless speak. he and Maddox had conversations about Picard. Which I don't, I'm I not sure why Picard would come up in conversation with Maddox. I mean, Maddox was never that close with Picard. He knew Picard, but yeah, he battled Picard in the courtroom. Yeah, just that once. But I don't know that they really had any interaction after that point. No, and it wasn't even him battling. It was it was uh, Commander Riker. Right. So uh, you're right. I I that's why when he opened his eyes and he's like, oh, you know, uh, on that planet with. Uh, uh, bedazzled the JJ. She was like, he was like, Oh, it's Admiral Picard. What? Why do you know? <laughs> How do you remember this? This was 30 years ago that you, you had this out with him. How, yeah. Like I can see once. him being able to recognize Picard. I mean, Picard was pretty prolific, especially during the, uh, Romulan rescue. I guess. I, no, I get that. I'm reading the book too. The, the last best hope or yeah. Yeah. That book's so fucking good. It is. 
Oh my God. If you haven't read that book and you want some backstory on some stuff, man, this book is it. So good. So good. So yeah, I guess whatever. I'm all right with it. I just thought, thought it was weird without a little, uh, but that's the whole thing, right? That's why you end these episodes so early and there's a lot of exposition and a lot of backstory and a lot of ways to catch the audience up to certain things that you can do in an extra 15 minutes that they're just not doing. Yep. No, I, I would, I would love to see another 15 minutes in this episode and probably the next episode. That's also going to be 45 minutes long. If the season finale is 45 minutes long and it ends on a cliffhanger, just expect me to rant about it next week. <laughs> we'll have the bingo cards hot. ready. <laughs> yeah. Get them ready. I will be fucking yeah. hot. No, I mean, that was my whole fucking complaint for the first half of the series were the 40 minute episodes. But okay. And you're right. And I should, I should have got on board with you then. And I didn't. And the reason I didn't was because I thought they were trying to pick up the pace a little bit to get to the, get to the action. Like, yeah, I would have wanted longer episodes. I think I even said that, but I was okay with where it was. Now we're getting to crunch time where you've literally got two episodes left, right? This one. And then the next one. And you need time to tie up those loose ends. You need time to, to put a bow on everything. And they now they don't have time. Yep. I mean, they do because they could absolutely just do it, but they're not. And I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's a production issue. Like, okay, so this is going to go out on CBS All Access here in America and on Netflix everywhere else. So for CBS All Access, we want to make this like TV, like what Americans are used to. And then on Netflix, like whatever, like it doesn't matter. So I, I, I just don't get it. I don't understand the thought process behind it. I really wish somebody would explain it to me because it's literally pissing me off. Any other thoughts? Nope. James. Yes, sir. Got a question for you. Yeah. This episode of Star Trek Picard at an Arcadia Ego part one. Is it more sci-fi than 112263? You know, I want to answer that question with a question. Uh, several questions, actually, Jason. Did 112263 have space orchids? It did not. Did it have disruptors? Uh, not that I remember. Did it have cloaking devices? I don't think so, no. Uh, yes, it did. What? Yeah, yeah, the place was cloaked. Remember he tried to get back up into the thing? He had to step up into the closet. Oh, that's right. Yeah, when yeah, he was so... in the past, he had to kind of wander around to find the door. To yeah. the Fuck, you know what? Fuck it, 112263, more sci-fi than this episode. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Fucking assholes. That's what you get. That's what you get. Perfect. Love Dicks. it. Yeah. <laughs> Rob. Why don't you lay us on with your new and improved haiku? Oh, man. All right. So this one is called Data's Harem. Other Dodge finds home. Kama Sutra is crazy. Seven, please kill James. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jerry Ryan. Jerry Ryan, you got to call me. Like, I don't care. You can kill me. I don't care, but you got to call me. Pick up that phone, dial that number, girl. But you got to stay six feet away. Uh, six feet yeah. away. That's all right. You know what? Me and Rob's mom were waiting for you to call. <laughs> Who's got awards? <laughs> I do. Uh, let's start with Rob. Rob, who's got your Black Lung Award? <laughs> um, I gave the Black Lung to the Space Orchids for burning up in the atmosphere. Okay. <laughs> James? Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm actually, for this one, I'm taking away all of my Black Lungs that I gave to Rios uh, uh, in, this, in, the, in this series because he was chewing on a cigar. You don't chew on a cigar. You respect the cigar. Ugh. Wow. So, so I'm taking it away. Okay. Well, mine's going to go with the space orchids as well, just for uh, just for the same reason that Rob gave his for burning up in the atmosphere. James, who's got your head lush? Uh, Richard Dawson, because I didn't see anybody drink. <laughs> Rob? 
Um, I gave it to or just organics in general because we get a little parched in this hot weather. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That was really the only like drinking uh, reference. That's true. Um, so mine's going to Richard Dawson as well because I'm not as clever as Rob to come up with the, the parched. That's right. Award. I'm clever. Your mom says the same thing. She's very proud of your cleverness. Oh, uh, Rob, who's got your who's got your player? Uh, I give it to Narek for trying to con the stupid android for his bag of tricks. <laughs> okay, and I'm afraid to ask James who's got your player. Well, I do for seducing Rob's God mom. But I knew it. <laughs> no, I give it to I, I actually I'm going to give it to Sutra because goddamn, she is. Like she does it like she just is walking seduction. That is what she is. Yeah. Yeah. She's actually going to get mine too. Uh, she played just about everybody there. So especially Narek, I think she's playing him hardcore. Oh yeah. So, well, she even told him she telegraphed it, right? She's like, I was wondering if my want to kill you would out need my, uh, outweigh my need for you right. to use you. Yeah. yeah so, all right, James, who's got your purple hippo? My purple hippo is going to go to Agnes. Okay. Because she, and the reason is because she is standing literally in the, the like her life's goal in the middle of it is all of this, this, this uh, AI, this artificial life, this sentient life that has been created by what we think is man, Bruce Maddox and lore or, you know, good eat soon. <laughs> and so you got to think that she's just like, she can't, she's trying to process all of it and having a hard time. Yeah. Rob. Um, mine's going to go to, um, uh, what's her face? Stupid Android. Oh, I, saga. I remember what her name. Yeah. Saga. Sure. Mine's going to go to saga just because, you know, her acting or not her acting, her whole mannerism thing. She's tripping balls the entire time. It seems like. <laughs> okay. Wasn't she the one that like touched the guy's uh, touch Picard's face yes. too? Yeah. 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 So she, you, you know, she's she's hitting the android sauce, <laughs> whatever that is. All right. So mine's gonna go to Jean Luc himself, because at the beginning of the show, he was sitting there. They were riding through yeah. uh, the trans trans warp conduit. And all these flashy lights were were on the screen in front of him. And he looked like he was tripping balls watching those flashing lights go by. He just had this awestruck, awestruck look on his face like, oh, my God, I am so high. And this is the best fucking laser show ever. Yeah. So JL's well, getting and then he was out of it. And oh, yeah. Like, then he passed Thank out. Thank you all for coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what was that about? Well, that was his, that was uh, his, whatever syndrome he has. I know in TNG, the, the last, uh, all good things, they called it the uh, eromotic syndrome. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what they're calling it here. It's something similar though, in his parietal lobe that's going nuts. So uh, yeah, I think that's what that is because he passed out and he was kind of out of it and incoherent. And then when uh, Agnes brought him back, he was still like confused. Like, what the fuck? Where am I? How did I get here? Yeah. So one of the things that I wanted to touch on before we before we end the show involved that and the butterfly that uh, Alton Soong was talking about in the show, because that sparked a thought in my head that had to do with a Chinese philosopher, uh, Zhuang Zi. And you may recognize the quote or uh a paraphrase of the quote, but one of the, one of the translations of the quote is uh, once upon a time, I Shuang Zhao dreamt. I was a butterfly fluttering hither and thither, a veritable butterfly enjoying itself to its full bent and not knowing it was uh, Zhuang Zhao. Suddenly I awoke and became myself the veritable Zhuang Zhao. Now I do not know whether it was then I dreamt I was a butterfly or whether I am now a butterfly dreaming I am a man. Between me and the butterfly, there must be a difference. This is an instance of transformation. So I don't know. This may be second year lit major kind of thinking or imagery, but is it possible that Picard's not awake? 
Oh, that all of this is a dream or this, this last part of it. Wow. Um, no, no, no. Okay. I think, I think you're looking too much into it. And I quit might be, I probably am. Quit doing so much to research. Do like a, <laughs> doubt, well, don't quit doing research. You're the only one on the show that does. Are you, are you, uh, are you talking like this is going to just be a Dallas thing? No, I don't, I don't know if dream? it's a Dallas thing. I don't think the entire experience would be part of his unconscious self, but maybe this last part. With the with with them coming out of trans warp on would be part of part of some dream of his. It just seems awfully convenient that he gets to say goodbye to both Seven and Elnor. the The whole space orchid thing is just really fucking weird, and the 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 Soong thing I think might be kind of a a throw off. He's I don't know I don't know. Unless this, uh, unless this next episode is two hours long, like a legit two hours, there's no way that that's a thing. You're probably right. Because that's, because they would have to explain a lot. I honestly think like the orchid thing, they just needed some kind of plot device and that's what they came up with on the fly. Yeah. I'd like to change my purple hippo to Jason. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm all right with that. I think, uh, in fact, you get my purple hippo uh, too. So, congratulations. Perfect. Good job, Jason. Thanks, thanks, thanks. That's all we got for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by and Cambo. You read this. Pod crawl music is Snack Mix My Machete. Buck off, Rob. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave <laughs> us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter at status underscore podcast. Or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon. For this week, I'm Jason. Shut the fuck up, Crowley. God damn it. (laughs) Your mom's going to be really mad that you're using that language. And we'll talk to you next week. James Doohan? Yeah. Maybe he was Scott. No, no wait, James Doohan was II. Scottish. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, he was a World War II uh, war hero. Also. He was. Yeah. He was. He's also in space now. He is. Part yeah. of him is. Yeah. Some but of them is. Part. <laughs> the I just want. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I want my penis space. launched off when I die uh, into space. Like, I don't so want to be cremated. Just fucking lop it off. Cut, lop cut it off the and off. throw it up there. Send it out there. Right. And the littlest make rocket. Little, <laughs> make little crowleys everywhere. Yeah, that's all I want. The littlest rocket in space. <laughs> some, some planet way out where. What is this? Just throw it out the airlock. I don't give a fuck. Just get it up on the space station and fucking whip that thing out the airlock. But what if, what if you don't get enough velocity and then it comes down and it lights itself oh, on fire? Get Tom Brady up there and let's let's launch that thing into fucking orbit, man. I mean, <laughs> I, I hear want, he's looking for a job. I want my cock to orbit the Earth at least four times before it burns up <laughs> in a glorious fucking blaze of. It won't even be a blaze; it'll just be poof. <laughs> be a puff of smoke. Poof, poof, yeah, until it just turns into a puff of smoke as it re-enters the atmosphere. We've got a bogey on our site. On our sites. <laughs> there you go. What the hell? <laughs> Russia's trying to missile us again.